0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. VR training platforms
1: like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: up, everybody? JP Finley. This is Washington Football Talk Podcast. We're brought to you by Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them, want you to do the exact same thing. Check them out, Orsmanva.com. We will be at Orsman Chevy Buick GMC in Alexandria on September 24th at three o'clock. Be there, bring your question, get on the podcast. It's that simple. It really is. Um, we're also gonna go to tapped. At MGM National Harbor that evening, where we're going to record the week three over unders and 100 chips. 100 chips brought to you by MGM National Harbor. Uh, first, we got to talk about Arizona, week two. Um, I'm sitting in Pete Haley's car. We're appropriately distanced if anybody's worried. Um, the big man, Mitch Tischler, is
1: out. I we won't provide more details than that. Yeah, we don't want to talk about injuries. We don't want to give other podcast advantages. We want to give him a, an idea of our game plan. He's out that's all we have to say by
2: league rules um obviously a big game coming up this is two teams that both came back from double-digit deficits early on in week one to to register surprising comeback wins against teams I mean San Francisco was in the Super Bowl last year Philly won the Super Bowl three years ago um, and here come not a teammate here comes Washington
1: and here comes Arizona I think this one's gonna be a lot of fun. A sneaky, important NFC Week 2 game. I mean, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but maybe these are two wild card threats. You might want to have this tiebreaker in your back pocket when December rolls around. Two quarterbacks drafted in the same class, their first meeting ever. Dwayne and Daniel Jones will always be tied together, but Dwayne and Kyler, there's certainly some intrigue there. And another chance to watch this front four get after it and see what they are capable of doing. I cannot wait for this Sunday. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great.
2: Um, game starts at four. We're gonna be on the air at three. Um, post game after that. If they win, that post game is gonna be wild. Mm-hmm. I really think so. Um, if Chase Young has another dominant performance, that D line is able to get after Kyler. I, I found this pretty interesting digging into some stats. Kyler Murray has started 17 games now. Right in nine games, he's been sacked three or more times. Whenever in those games, when he's been sacked three or more times. Cardinals are 0, 08 and
1: 1. Yeah. So and one of them was when Ron Rivera and the Panthers got to him 8 times last year. And that was week 1. That was his first ever NFL week game. Week 3. Was it week 3? I three, thought it was yeah. week 1.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. Um thanks to Ryan Billy for for digging up a bunch of really good stats. Um I think clearly the game plan for Washington is to get to the quarterback and there's evidence that if they get to the quarterback it could deliver a W.
1: Yeah, I mean... There's overwhelming you know, evidence. When you hear that it's a number... Small sample, but... When you hear that number, you're kind of surprised because you assume, hey, Kyler's the mobile guy. He's quick. He's shifty. He's not going to be easy to sack, but I think this offense emphasizes going deep downfield with the air raid style, so maybe Kyler's holding onto the ball a little bit, and of course, he's still pretty early on in his career, so not as sure, so... He's trying to make plays all the time. Yeah. And Ron said when he scrambles, he's not necessarily looking to run. He's still looking to pass. So this is a guy you can get to. It may be hard to actually get a hold of him because he's athletic, but he'll give you the chance to. And Washington, luckily, that's where they're strongest. The other side of the football, though, is also going to be a problem because we've talked about the left
2: side of the offensive line. Um, I tried to get some info out of Ron on the left side of the offensive line. He wasn't having it. You know. um, Sadiq Charles is off the injured list but not playing. I guess he's going to have to you know, fight – Take over that spot from Jeron Christian. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't. But Chandler Jones is a problem, dude. You want to tell everybody the math you did? I did. On the fly, too. Yeah. Chandler Jones has at least 11 sacks for the last five seasons. (laughs) In the last three seasons, he has 49 sacks. Yeah. Last year, he had 19. Yeah. Those are huge numbers. Dude is a monster. And that last year, to put up 19 sacks on a team that wasn't very good... You know, a lot of times you kind of can stack up stack, sacks
1: late in games when teams are passing a bunch. Um, Speaking to that left side of the O-line in particular, we had Wes Martin on Zoom. And he's obviously one half of that combination with him and Jerron Christian. Wes did say that in college he always felt like the difference between week one and week two was the biggest. So he's hoping to play better. Um, but Chandler Jones and Zach Allen, two guys he will absolutely need to play better against. Give Dwayne a little more time and the running backs more room.
2: All right, we got a couple interviews coming for you. Um, I got to talk to Jack Del Rio, and I got to talk to Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber's story is is really really cool. Um, this is a, a young man that's overcome a lot, and and it's there's a number of stories on this Washington team that like, whenever you think to complain, think about what Alex has overcome, think about what Ron is fighting, and I, Peyton Barber is going to be on that list. I mean, it's <laughs> not as much physical, but just his childhood and and everything that happened is really pretty remarkable. The Zoom kind of stunk, so hopefully we don't have any technical issues. If we do, please just, you know, bear with it. Um, I, I want to do, before we get to over-unders and everything else, I do want to do quickly, one, I don't oh. think this is worth an air horn, Pete. And now, don't, I'm not asking for it because you get to decide. Okay. You are the air, so and, I have to
1: and, predict whether it's worth an air horn? No, I'm going to oh, okay. tell you the news and okay. then you react with Okay, with whatever I'll give noise an air horn. you want. Okay, nice. I, it doesn't I, have to be an air horn, it
2: can be whatever noise you want. All right, fun. There's
1: no injuries. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's still two key players questionable. Well, really, one key player, Kendall Fuller.
2: Sure, but I mean, he went from doubtful to questionable. He was practicing. Thomas Davis is back practicing. Yes, I. You're right. Like it, it, he's questionable, but generally, questionable means you're gonna go. Especially when it's going that way, when it's ascending upward. And I don't know. I mean, there's been no changes to the injury report all week. Pete is opening his door. Are you hot? What's going on?
1: A scary bug that's been on the windshield throughout this pod, and you've seemed to ignore it really well. I have not. But I'm going to shut the door now because I think I weakened it. That is not a scary bug. It's like a lightning bug. It's flying around and it has what looks to be uh, some serious stingers on, on its backside. Dude, those are its wings. (laughs) <laughs> that is not a scary. L- Listen, I
2: hate bugs. I'm not. I'm not like pro bug. Yeah, but that is not a scary looking. bug. All right, well, that's why I ignored
1: it. Well, good for you. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't air horn it. But you're right. It's especially, not an air horn. especially for this franchise. It's not no injuries. But dude, we're now. And and
2: for all the people to tell me I'm jinxing, I'm not jinxing. No, okay? we have no effect. Um. But, like, to get to Week 2, they made it through training camp, they made it through Week 1. Think about how many guys went down for the Cowboys, dude. Yeah. Like, think. I mean, think how last year they lost Ruben Foster on the third play of OTAs and right. all this. Like, Maybe no, TAs, no
1: OTAs helped them. Yeah. Although, and, I think this year, you can call it no TAs. No TAs, I like that. <laughs> I really like that, actually. Um, yeah, Ron had an interesting note today. He said that when him and Ryan Vermillion really looked at practices in Carolina, he realized that... Anytime he went over two hours and 15 minutes, that's when a lot of soft tissue injuries began to pile up. So that is a number they never cross. So maybe that sort of attention to detail. The shorter offseason, we heard some players say they would feel fresher coming in. People like Brandon Sheriff. So a lot of factors seem to be uh, leading towards a more healthier Washington football team. And maybe just regression to the mean. They were so screwed with injuries for Jay Gordon, Sure. Now it's just becoming a normal amount. And getting rid of Larry Hess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. That guy was not good at his job. Yes.
2: Okay, I I know what my biggest concern is coming out of week one. Okay. And and I know that's what I want to talk about going into week two. But I want to let you start with your biggest concern, unless you want me to go because you're not
1: ready. I think I'm ready. I want them to start faster. That's my biggest concern. That's and word. that's, you know, you can say the offense, you can say the defense, just... The first quarter was so bland. The first drive for it was each awful. unit was, was an F-minus, really, for each side. You can't even choose which one was they're worse because they're both so awful. So it's great to see that they can make adjustments and rebound and show resilience, but with this pass rush, you want to play with a lead, so then you can really unleash them. So I want to see Dwayne Haskins and the offense be smoother and the defense be a lot tighter from the start. That's my biggest concern. That's a good one. Uh, before we get to mine, I want to thank the good folks Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride
2: with them, want you to do the same thing. Come check us out. September 24th, 3 o'clock, Orsman Chevy, Buick, GMC. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we'll take your questions live on the pod. All right. My biggest concern is the run game. I think offensively, you know, Dwayne didn't have a ton of success, but he had a little bit. He was able to find Terry. I think Logan's going to keep developing for them. But, dude, I, I think you got to get J.D. McKissick going. I think he's got to have – he got some touches. They were just wildly unproductive. Yeah. He had one yard from scrimmage. And they targeted him five times. He ran the ball three times. Um, that's got to get better. I think I think for this offense to be functioning the right way, he's got to be getting at least, like, five catches a game. Mm-hmm. And I think that will open up some big shots downtown. Um, and I, I just – I'm worried about the O-line, man. And I'm worried about the O-line in the run game. Peyton Barber shouldn't be the leading ball carrier for this team. It should be Gibson, and and with him and McKissick in the backfield together at the same time, really making things confusing for defenses. And it's cool that Peyton Barber's able to ice this game away because that was what they did in Week 1, and they can use him at the goal line. Like, those are the right roles for him, but you'll hear it in the interview. He was surprised he was the leading ball <laughs> carrier. So, I think I've been... I watched a game again. We had the rewind show. I think Dwayne was better than we gave him credit because he didn't press. He didn't force anything. Obviously, the turnovers are the easy thing to point to, but like he never seemed. What is what is not having composure? He always seemed composed. Yeah, he was quite composed. He never seemed not composed. Whatever Steady. that. Steady. What what's the right term
1: for not composed? Uh, Messy, sloppy, harried, harried. Yeah. Flustered. That's flustered, what he is He was it? never flustered. What is harried? I think that's something. Okay. Um, I think it honestly might be a synonym for flustered, but right. I don't want to move the recorder. Good for you. Because we um, have no mics. I can Google it. Yeah. Without Mitch, we're back in a car,
2: no, no mics. Um, so, that's my concern. Harried definition. We're looking this up real quick. Yeah, please do. Dude, feeling strained as a result of having demands persistently made on one. Harassed. That's... Maybe not exact, but pretty damn close. How often... So, let's... I'm going to read this definition to you again. Okay. Feeling strained as a result of having demands persistently (laughs) made on one. How often do you feel harried? How often does this
1: car feel harried? I think my name is Pete Harried, actually. (laughs) It's not Pete Haley. Haley. Constantly harried. J.P. Harried (laughs) Finley. Um, I like your concern. The O-line, I think, is an obvious one.
2: O-line is is a concern. And maybe they'll play better. And Ron's been cool, because he's... He's calling his guys out, but then he's trying to prop them up at the same time. He's yeah. like, listen, they were real bad, but they got better. I'm not sure they did, but he doesn't have any other choice but to say that because he's got to play them again.
1: Right. I, I just wonder when the clock starts ticking and he loses interest in letting them get better and tries to put in Sadiq Charles when he's ready and tries Joshua Garnett up from the practice squad or another or Keith Ismail got Schweitzer. Yeah, Schweitzer. So I think uh, Wes and Jaron, obviously – you gotta be better and you gotta be better quickly because they have plenty of I, options. I don't think
2: Sadiq's ready. No. Nope. Yeah. He had no TAs. No TAs for him. And no training camp. Right. Um I think if he
1: was ready, he'd be playing. Yes, for sure. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
2: Okay. Um, overrunners, unless something else. No, I think I'm ready for overrunners. Okay. Good
1: deal. Also, I've been meaning to bring this up. Is it Chase Young related? Yes. Impact play related? Yes. All right, you can do your spiel. I have a very simple response. You guys are all wrong,
2: okay? Yeah. That's the truth. He made massive amounts of impact plays. Did you hear Cooley on Sheehan? I saw your story about it, and, and I, I saw people almost wrote that about story it. specifically because of the over-unders and... last week. <laughs> he made a ton of impact. So here, here's the new rule, and we established this. I don't know if we said it on the pod or we just said it at practice. Like, we, we can either do sack numbers— or nothing, because no. the impact play number is is too... Nebulous? Sure, vague.
1: You are, And especially on the defensive line. Are you correct? Yes. Did he impact that game? Yes. But we knew full well going into that, we just laid it out for Michael Phillips and said, he is the lone Phillips arbiter. You were wrong. But that was your choice, and we knew there was going to be gray areas, and we knew we would have really no idea, and it was going to be kind of funny. That's what you signed up for. I know. I know. Okay. So we can change but it I just, in the future. But
2: I should have a week one win on my belt, and I don't, and sure. not thrilled about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Over-unders week two. We start with Dwayne Haskins' pass
1: yards. Last year. Last week, we had it at 220. We had it at 225, which was the exact number DraftKings had it at, actually, because Bethesda knows. Bethesda always knows. Um, I think we have to go lower. And you have I was definitely not going to go higher.
2: 205, the old 200 passing yards debate? Or is that where we're at? Sure. Why the hell
1: not? All right. Um, I'm going to go over 200. Yeah, because he started so poorly. You assume if he starts average, I don't mind keeping it the same because I would have a hard time deciding on 225 again. All right. 225 it is. 220. 220. Well, 220. Slight knockdown to 220. All right. Which way are you going? (sighs) I'm still wondering. I'm going under, so I'll put mine out there. I I think he gets to like 217. I'm still wondering who's going to be the second guy beyond Terry. And can Terry be a complete stud in this offense? I'm not sure yet. So until that is proven to me. I will also go under and say he finishes around 210. Because I think this game will be close. And the way they keep it close is by defense dominating the run game being better. So I just don't see a script where Haskins gets over 220. What do you want to do for the run game? Do we want to do
2: Gibson again? Do we want to do, I think last year at some point we started doing total yardage for Geis, maybe? Yeah. Should we we do do
1: team rushing yards for all three? We could do team rushing yards this week. But what they have last week, I'm not sure. But uh, if it was want not to, quite 90, do we want to make sure we chip, we keep Haskins out of that? See running back rushing yards. Well, who's gonna do that math? I can do it. I mean, Haskins will have like 11 yards, you just right. subtract it. Um, I will happily do it. All right, is that what you want to do? Yeah, I think running back rushing yards is good. And as you're looking at the stats, I know Barber had 17 for 29 and two touchdowns, which is what many people noted as the perfect Peyton Barber stat line.
2: Yeah, that is the perfect Peyton Barber stat line.
1: No targets Uh, either.
2: They had 30, the running backs, just Mm -hmm. running backs, because Haskins had 17. So the running backs were 36 plus 29, which don't tell me is 55.
1: 65. Um, Classic, like, second grader math mistake. 65 <laughs> minus
2: 2 is 63. 63. I know that part.
1: There you go. Um, that's awful.
2: That is really pathetic. Dude, that is 17 and 17-9 is 26, and 3 is 29. 29 carries for 63 yards. Oh, my God. That's barely two you, yards. You wonder two. why my worry is the offensive line yeah. in the run game. Yeah. you got to have to run the ball.
1: Okay. We can't set it that low. That's crazy. That was in a win, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and all RBs, 90 yards, 90, 85, 90, 87 and a hook, 87 and a hooky. I am going to without go, Dwayne. Yes. Strictly the running backs. I'm going to go over because I was so in on the Antonio Gibson breakout last week. I'm going to be in on it again this week. He almost broke he a did. really long one. He said he just took the wrong side and got tripped up by McLaurin there. And I think they're going to use him more and more. Scott Turner says his role is going to continue to grow. And I think that will mean less Peyton Barber. Shrink his role just to the short yardage stuff. Give Gibson more chances to be electric. And McKissick may not be Barry Sanders. But he's also not negative two yards guy. So over 87 and a half running back rushing yards for Washington. I'm going over by like a hair. Like
2: okay. They're going to have 88 rush yards. Okay. Um, We're right. green. And uh, now it is the... Wild card, user submitted. Wild card, I like wild card. Uh, so I tweeted it out. I got a bunch of responses. I'm going to just run through some. Uh, Boy genius says, "How many punches JP throws in a 7-Eleven parking lot?" <laughs> um, Steve, and this is a major problem around the league.
1: Number of long undershirts ripped over under three and a half. Antonio Gibson spoke about that. Said he will not wear one anymore because it got ripped. And there's pictures of Kyler Murray, Montez Sweat had one on an Eagles player. It's a pandemic. Yeah, it, it, there's there's not multiple that, pandemics yeah. going on. Sorry if that offended anybody. Uh, Just trying to make a joke. Dougie Fresh says, beers consumed this weekend. That's that's always on there. Yeah. I'm going to have a good amount. Um, Not on Saturday, though. I like to be fresh-minded yeah. for Sunday. Yeah, even though it's a late start. Sure. Well,
2: speaking of that, uh, Jay in DC says, over or under number of times Pete forgets it's a 425 start time. Oh, no, it's Pete forgets that a 4.25 start time is a 1.25 start time
1: in Arizona. <laughs> Probably going to do that at least once. Be like, huh, oh, the Cardinals, man, that 1 o'clock cough, oh, it's 4. I don't know. I don't get time zones. I also just don't get geography in general. So that's a good call. Um, this is kind of funny. Cody Bennett says, over, under,
2: on unfunny over, under replies. Kind of funny. <laughs> Let us know, Cody. Um, <laughs> that's a funny one, though, so it counts for one. Over, under, amount of times Pete will fail to properly do an ad read.
1: We got some feedback and I'm prepared. I screenshotted it. So I have it more available. There's some talking points I'm ready to hit. I'm going to be like Wes Martin, big jump between week one and week two. Uh, over under three, the number of times JP questions something Mitch says, and he must
2: spend five minutes clarifying. <laughs> that happens a lot. How about, who's this dork? Wolf Creek. L- LMAO at Media Guys now desperately trying to do
1: gambling oh. content after years of ignoring it. Dude, I had... We've I been sh- doing over-unders on the podcast for years. Yeah, I saw you tweet about the cover in the Bengals-Browns game, and somebody was like, oh, look at the Media Guys talking gambling. How cool and unique. FU. That's going to be on the FU segment. You're, yeah, you just made the FU list. Premature FU. You um, I mean, get a real Twitter name. Yeah. D- dork. Have we gotten any real ones? Yeah, we got some. All right. Uh, not really, actually. Uh, <laughs> You're Doing a lot of scrolling.
2: I, there's a lot of them, man. I'm trying to, like, I like this over under amount of times Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray gets out of a sack, but that's just like so hard to that's keep no- track. We need on. a finite thing Ooh, that we can track. I think I got a finite one. Okay, over under Kyler Murray rush
1: yards forty five and a half. There you go. You like that one? He had ninety one in the opener. Averaged thirty five a game as a rookie. <sighs> you think with this. I like that. that. That seems about right. Yeah. Then, right? And, it, and it's a speaks to a big storyline. I think that fits yeah. all the boxes, Um fits all the boxes, checks all the boxes. Well,
2: like uh, this one to 2.5 Tress way punts pinned inside the 10. Let's do the, let's do the Tress Kyler can one.
1: be any week. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be over cause he's a stud. I'm going to say you're going to think Kyler's going to be on the run a lot Sunday, uh, but I'm still going to go under. Because after hearing Ron, he explained that Kyler's last choice is to run. He's always looking to throw. And the pass rush is going to get to him a couple times. He'll escape, but I'm going to go under. So I can't read this one. Well, never mind.
2: Um, 45 and a half. I'm going under also. <laughs> I think I think Washington's D line is athletic. And I just don't think he'll bust long ones. Yeah. Um, so I'm going under. Uh So we matched up on all three. Oh boy. (laughs) I mean Over three coming our way. (laughs) This one's funny. Pete mentioning a blog he is going to,
1: or has written 2.5. We do that a lot on the pod, but it's because we write a lot of blogs and I was going to do that. I have one coming out tomorrow. So here's one of a key number to know, and it relates to the offense and something they need to improve. All right. Dude, listen,
2: who said this 2021 Ram nation, whatever your handle is like, it's our podcast. We put out a ton of content that is free. Yeah. Like, we're allowed to pump it up. I think Pete works really hard, does a good job. Yeah. So, I'm okay with him pushing out his blogs. Sorry, I think I
1: do the same yeah, thing. Sorry, we're proud of our stories. Yeah, some of them. Sure. Most of them. What percentage of stories are you proud of? If I don't tweet it, means I didn't want <laughs> to
2: write it. That's my rule. That's a good point. <laughs> um, all right. This one is from TJ, at 2NYY3. Over, under, number of times, JP interrupts Mitch and
1: Pete on the next pod. Damn, dude, shut up and let those guys make their (laughs) points. We got a review that kind of said the same thing. It was funny. We haven't asked for reviews in a while. I would like to do that. Search, and this is new, the Washington Football Talk podcast on your Apple Podcast app, and then there's a leave a review button or write a review button. Please do that, and we'll read them because they're usually funny, sometimes rude, but either way, they're constructive. Yeah, I don't...
2: I don't mind that. I absolutely interrupt you guys, and think, I'm sorry. Like, the I think what people don't realize sometimes is how good of friends we all are, that's, and that's just like how we communicate. And
1: like, people think me and Mitch are these softies who, like, <laughs> yeah. after we turn the mics off, we're like, "Yo, man, you really like stomped on our points." Like, we're used to it. <laughs> Yo, but like, you guys also clown me, <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's I don't know. Hey, there is this thing where uh, the relationship us three has, I'm now carrying it over to like my other friend groups, where I'm just. Constantly picking on them And like Being rude to them And they're like Yo man You're like Kind of going harm. I'm just like Oh I'm sorry I'm just That's what I'm used to With JP and Mitch And I need to realize That's not how most people talk I think that I always thought that's how most people talk. <laughs> I don't know. Like I just will every time my buddy says something. But dude, that's how the media is. It's,
2: like it's not just us. You like cannot the whole, slip up. The Washington media core
1: yeah. is is ruthless. On we the asked show. one of our media friends, and that's what not is, just football. That's what, every. We asked one of our media friends what his girlfriend did, and now we have. That's the only thing we've talked about for two days in a row. <laughs> I mean, you can't share anything with this group. It's exhausting, but also really, really exciting. Yeah, but so, I. Listen, I'm sorry I interrupt
2: you. It happens. It's okay. Um, I'll get over it. We got numbers for Mitch. Uh, All right. Hopefully it's different. What do you say? 40, what, 45 and a half for Kyler, right? Yes. All right. Mitch has over for Dwayne, under for running backs. So I think that's the opposite of us. Okay. We both went under Good. under, right? Yeah. And I'm waiting on his rush yards from Kyler. Um, now we're going to do 100 chips. Uh, 100 Chips brought to you by MGM National Harbor. It's a place near and dear to our hearts. You can find us there Thursday, September 24th, where we'll be interrupting each other and insulting each other, sitting outside, socially distanced, wearing masks at Tapped. You're welcome to join us. Uh, We're going to be doing 100 Chips and Over-Unders live there next week, and uh, I don't think I will. you going to go inside and play? you going
1: to go check the tables out? I might go look around and maybe play a couple hands, but I don't think it's going to be a, a full-on bonanza yet. Yeah, it's not a long night. Yeah. All right, Mitch is
2: in under Kyler, 45-and-a-half rush.
1: Okay, so it's basically going to be a push
2: for you and me or a Mitch win. All right, Mitch is also in 100 chips. He's got 80. So do we have an official number? You want to lock it in? Was it six and a half? Uh, a let us look right now, and that's our official number, okay?
1: Yes, I might have. So go to
2: points bet. That's our official correct. People for lines, correct. There's your incredibly dangerous bug, Pete. Like limping, limping along. It long. is
1: weird how he's just not attacking.
2: Yeah, because it's a harmless little bug that you hurt. Yeah, sorry. I mean, don't I don't. Know. I'm not like. Can't confirm that I hurt him. He looks fine. I'm not gonna beat you up about a bug. Yeah. So I got it at seven right now. Okay. Do you want to say it's a touchdown? That's a key. That's a key metric going from six and a half to seven. Sure. I mean, the points bet says it. They're our new partner. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to 7. We're locking it in at 7. So Mitch says 80 on Washington plus 7, 15 on an outright win, and 5 chips on the Cardinals minus 7. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm telling you, if my tickler file works and there's a place for this to all exist and be taken care of, it's going to be pretty dope. I, Your tickler files are usually pretty dope, yeah. so I have high hopes for this. Okay, um, you or me? You go ahead. So I wanted to be... On the record, that I was very bullish last week. Yeah. I had Washington You covering... were bullish
1: on that, like, halfway through training camp. Yeah, dude. I liked that spot a lot. You started talking about it early. I, I, liked I noticed I that. I liked Ron in that spot a lot. There was a lot I liked.
2: Yeah. I don't like this spot. Explain. Arizona's receivers are really good. Um, Larry Fitzgerald is, is a Hall of Famer. I think DeAndre Hopkins went for 150 last week. I think Kyler Murray can scramble all over the place. I have told you my worries about the corners. I just think Philly was really beat up last week. Their O-line was bad. Miles Sanders didn't play. Alshon Jeffrey didn't play. Um, They're traveling. I think they're going to be able to get to Kyler, but I think the Arizona offense, if if Arizona can get to 35, can Washington get to 36? Because I don't know that they can. I certainly don't either. Run game questions, offensive line questions. I'll say this as a compliment to Dwayne. My worry is not Dwayne. It's the things around him. So... For me to make my chips here, and, and I like I liked Washington to win last week. I really did. I just don't – I feel like it's a really hard path to a win. So I'm going to try something a little different. Or They're my chips, right? I can put them anywhere I want. They're your 100 chips. I have no right to your 100 chips. These are my 100 chips. I'm putting 50 of them on the Arizona money line. Because that seven's a big number, and I still think the defense could be pretty good. So let's say defensively they're able to hold Arizona – Arizona put 24 up on the Cardinals, right? Or on the Niners, yeah, right? Yeah. And I know that everybody wants the Niners to be the formula, but the Niners are more established. They've done that for a year plus. If Arizona can get to 30, I'm worried. If if, if Washington can hold them to 24, I think they definitely cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going 50 on the Arizona money line. New wrinkle. None of us did that with the Eagles last week. Yeah, we did. Well, we took the Washington money line. Right. But nobody took Eagles. which was, Right. This is creative. So Arizona money line for 50. And then I'm going 20 each. I don't know which side's going to cover, but I I could see it. Those numbers are usually pretty darn close. Sure. So I'll I'll split that. And then my last 10 on the Washington money line, because that's got to pay pretty well. Okay. That's my chips.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, Thank you, MJM National Harbor, again, for these chips, by the way. Uh, My outlaying is based on I'm not sure whether I'm hesitant about this game because I'm used to seeing Washington – succeed and then fail the next week and all the progress they made be taken away by dumb mistakes and immaturity and all that and not being prepared. Or I don't know if I'm nervous because this is just a harder matchup with a healthier team and you're on the road. I think it's more of the latter. I trust Ron and this new coaching staff and this new set of players to handle the opening momentum better and to transition that into Arizona and to just be a a team that's better at Having winning streaks and having more sustained success—that's a huge point of emphasis—and I think they can do that. However, I'm still believing that the Cardinals will win. I think Washington keeps it close, which is why I'm putting 55 points on Washington to cover, or 55 chips, excuse me, 25 chips on the Cardinals money line, and then 55, 25, 80, 10 on Washington money line, and 10 on Cardinals to cover. One more time. Run through that
2: because
1: I might have said, Yeah, I might have said different teams in different places. I'm a little confused. <laughs> 55 chips on Washington to cover. So plus seven. Plus seven. Keep it close but loose. 25 chips on Arizona just to win outright no matter what the result is. 10 chips on Washington to win outright. I see an upset. I just don't expect it. And 10 chips on Arizona to just get too hot on offense and win 34-20. Okay.
2: We're not that far off. You have more faith in the cover than I do. Yeah. I like the cover. I just I don't know. We'll see. I I really hope they win. I hope they're 2 and 0 oh, Sunday night and this town, these fans will go bananas and it'll really really start to get fun. Yeah. And we deserve some fun.
1: 1 and 0 oh is a uh a kick in the butt. 2 and 0 oh, everybody's getting on board. Oh yeah. And you can start pulling out the charts that are like oh if you can start off 2-0 and you have a 72% chance of making the playoffs and it will get really really lit really fast let's run through a
2: couple stats on 2-0 because I mean who knows if they get there uh-huh. um, let's remember also seven playoff teams so whatever stat you say right. it's going to be a little bit better so going back to 2001 Washington has won nine of their last 11 against Arizona Last time they played was the 2018 season season opener. They won 24 to 6. That's the uh the infamous Grand Canyon trip. Um and then so if they go 2 and 0, it'll be the first time they go 2 and 0 since 2011. Mm. That year Rex Grossman was your starting quarterback and also- Shanny was the QB Shanny was a the coach. They went 2 and 0 and finished
1: year 5 and 11. It's terrible, but I think they also beat the Cardinals in week 2 if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Kevin Cobb versus Rex Grossman. Oh my I assume God. that's a Kevin Cobb. That's exciting. the QB abyss. Uh,
2: that is the QB that's abyss. That's the deepest point of it. Since 2000, so 20 years, washing. How many times th- have you seen this yet? These are no, Billy's notes. Have not since 2000. How many times do you think the
1: skins have go- have opened two zero? Well, if it's once since 2011, I'll say I know they were that year in 05 with Chicago and Dallas. I'll say one other time. Three times. Three times. To- no, so you're saying three times total. Three times total.
2: They they went through. 03, 05, 07, and 11. So four times in the last 20 years.
1: That is so that's 25%? 20%? Yeah. 20. 20%. 20%. Yeah. That ain't good. That's, yeah, I wonder what the 02 is. Obviously, that doesn't matter this year, but that's a nice way to show the ineptitude. Dude, this is wild.
2: We're still here, by the way. <laughs> they, I mean... The only time last year that Washington scored more than a touchdown in the... You talked about quick starts.
1: Once last year did they score more than a touchdown in the first quarter. And I remember writing a story about this pretty late in the year, and they hadn't yet. Do you remember what game it was? More than a
2: touchdown. What was the highlight of the 2019 season? Halftime in Philadelphia, week one.
1: Oh, wow. That was it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 17-0, duh.
2: Well, they had a 10 spot. I think they scored another TD in the second quarter. Yeah. All right, we got to go. Thank you to Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We'll be there next week. Come check us out. Here comes Jack Del Rio and then Peyton Barber. Please listen to both these interviews. They're really, really good. And uh, I think the Peyton Barber thing is is more than football. Um, Hope you enjoy it. If you made it this far, I owe you a beer.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. And start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. Mm. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm
1: -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
2: All right, we uh, really appreciate Washington Defensive Coordinator Jack Del Rio's time. Coach, I want to start here. So... You guys had a big win Sunday against the Eagles when you got home and you finally take your shoes off you're relaxing a bit. Are you happier about the win or I know some coaches that might still be more upset about the performance in that first quarter what What was your feeling once you got to relax a bit?
0: <laughs> Fired up are you kidding we played we played outstanding football uh, we were gritty early when we when we weren't playing as well we were gritty and that allowed us to to finish the way we did. And so being strong mentally, not not wilting after things didn't go our way. To me, that's part of, you know, growing as a football team, understand you're going to face adversity in the NFL. Uh, The other team's going to make some plays. Sometimes things don't go exactly right. But you stay the course and you keep fighting, you keep competing, you and and you don't dwell on the on the negative uh, and, and react in a neutral fashion. You know, you know, you're upset it didn't go well. But you can't allow yourself to to beat yourself up, and and then and then it becomes something that just kind of becomes a snowball effect. So I, I thought our guys did a great job of snapping out of that, and I was very satisfied uh, sitting at home Sunday night watching the games, knowing that our guys kind of got through the first challenge. And look, like, we're going to get plenty of them. We got one coming up this week, traveling to Arizona.
2: A- absolutely, and, and your guys responded well. I mean, the defensive effort was remarkable. At after did you make some adjustments? Was it actual X's and O's, or, or did you just talk to those guys? Because it, it changed.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it changed, and it was a combination. There, was, there were some subtle adjustments, but there were really more than anything. It was the mentality of continuing to compete, guys having their eyes where they belong, doing the job that they have to do for their teammates, and, and just and, and not getting down, and just continue to fight and believe. And, and so we were able to do that. And like I said, respond like men. You know, be gritty. Uh, and and kind of play your way through that, and uh, and we did that. What do you think of Chase Young? Oh, he's awesome. I, I'm I'm glad he's on our team. You know, I think he's uh I think he's an outstanding football player. So you know, he shows up playing the run. He shows up in pursuit, chasing the ball down the field. He shows up around the quarterback, uh, and you know, he's been very serious from day one. His approach has been outstanding, and uh, and I think having a mentor like Ryan Kerrigan, I think, is outstanding for him. I think you know Ryan has been has been Excellent. He's just a professional in everything he does, and I think he's a great example for sweat and, and chase. Who had the better game of John Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Ionitis? I thought they all played well. You know, uh, to who, ah, who? come had, on, coach. Who, who had the better game? I don't know. I, I I don't have to rank it that way, and and I don't really care to. I you know I, I think they all played well. Um, they all did what we needed them to do, and and so you know overall the the group as a defense played well. You know, I mean we had. Sure. We had a couple issues here and there that, that, that have been corrected, and we expect to, you know, to bring great energy each and every play on, for each and every uh, opponent that we face.
2: So you talked about the opponent coming up, Arizona. Obviously, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. They still got Larry Fitzgerald. They're loaded. What needs to be different for, for your unit, for the defense, from the first whistle?
0: Well, we just got to take care of our business. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we've got challenges. There'll be challenges every week. You know, everybody has talent in this league. Uh, everybody has design, we got to determine how they're trying to attack us and make sure we're prepared to handle that. And, um, you know, the thing with this operation is we know that they're going to try and go fast. So we're going to have to be able to function with, uh, with plays being snapped, uh, at a, at a high rate, uh, and, and very little time to adjust. And, and so communication will be key and making sure that, uh, that we're able to get the calls and get them relayed and, and get them executed at, at a very fast tempo.
2: The the strength of your defense appears to be that that front that
0: pass rush specifically. Do you have to do they have to do anything differently going against Kyler? Well, there's some subtle things uh, game plan wise that I won't get into. But um, you know we understand he's supremely talented. He's he very quick, and um, so yeah, you, you better know where he is. I know that. <laughs> the guy's got special talent. He's an amazing guy, uh, capable of doing you know magical things on the field and. But we've got to help minimize that.
2: Jack, thank you very much for the time. Congrats on just a wild week one win. And, and hopefully we're able to talk again down the road.
0: Oh absolutely. My pleasure. Nice being on with you. All right. Uh big thank you
2: to Mr. Peyton Barber, Washington football team running back for taking a few minutes to join us. Peyton, uh, first game in, two times in the end zone. How did it feel to be on the field and winning games?
3: Yeah, man, it felt great to be back. Um, you know, being with the uh the COVID and everything and everything that's been happening uh, in society uh, i feel great to get back out on the field
2: i bet and uh, how did you feel about your role you seem to be the hammer the four minute offense goal line short yardage is that what you expected
3: uh well i expected the the, the short yardage and everything but uh to get the ball as much as i did uh, with the great running backs that we have, um i wasn't wasn't quite expecting it but you know uh, um, that's kind of how my career has been um, when my numbers called and i uh, always be ready. So,
2: Peyton, in, in knowing a little bit about your story and kind of doing some research, things were anything but ordinary for you early, early on in your life. I, I mean, when did you kind of realize that, hey, maybe I'm not living the same life as, as my classmates or my friends?
3: To be honest, I, I didn't really notice a difference really until I got to to high school. You know, I, I was so young, I, it was basically from the time I was seven to. Seven to fourteen, really, um, off and on. You know, that, it just became the norm. It wasn't until I got to a more prominent area uh, that we we stayed, in that you know things are things are different. Um, you know, I'm I'm wearing the same the same clothes a couple times a week. Um, I only have one pair of shoes that are two sizes too small. <laughs> so yeah.
2: So from seven to fourteen.
3: Were you in and
2: out of houses were you living in car it was you your mom and your sister right that that was that was your your crew what what did you what was going on that you thought was normal that you now know
3: is is different oh uh, well one we were staying out the district um I guess I can say that now <laughs> uh having to drive almost an hour just to get to school um sleeping you know sometimes in our cars uh having to to stay with with family members or uh, with, with friends. Um, you know, we, we stayed at my grandma's house, uh, for a, a good, a good number of years. And, uh, I remember, you know, most of those years we, my mom would make a, a little cot on the, on the ground and just be me and her on the ground. Uh, and then my sister was sleeping in the lazy boy chair. So we did that for a couple of years.
2: When did you start to realize how good you were at football?
3: Ooh, I, I, I've always thought that I was, you know, a, a little above average, but it wasn't until really high school um, that I really start to notice that, you know, maybe I can I can take this thing to the next level. When did you start getting recruited?
2: And, and did things start to change for you then? I, when did life kind of stabilize? Where you had a house and your mom, I know she was working multiple jobs, where, where you're not
3: sleeping on the floor anymore. Maybe you get a bed, you get some shoes that fit. Well, high, high school... My mom, you know, pretty much kind, kind of got on her feet by that time. My sister had kind of moved out. So it was me and my mom pretty much. Um, but at the same time, my mom, she was working three jobs just to keep me in the school district that I was in. So she did a good job of, of masking a lot of things. But uh, like I said, you come home and, you know, you got, you got uh, papers on the door. And I'm asking my mom, what is this? And she's telling me not to worry about it. You know, you, you start to wonder, you know, uh, okay. Um, what were the papers? Uh, pretty much eviction. Uh, notice papers. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, she did. She did a. She did a good job of masking things, and you know, by the grace of God, you know, somehow we were always, even though we were a couple months behind on our payments, we were always able to come through with some some type of help. Somebody would always help us out some some type of way.
2: You laugh about it now. What was it like then, as a kid? Even if you were 15, 16 years old, it mm-hmm. has got to eat at you.
3: I mean, it, I, I just feel like that's – this is the reason why I am the person that I am today um, and why I'm able to go through certain things. And my mindset, you know, it, like I said, you kind of become numb to it uh, in a sense. And, you know, you've got to let it roll off, and, you know, just keep pushing the you know, fall forward they may. So I just know at the end of the day, as long as I got God, got God with me, you know, there's – my, my Lord and Savior can do all things but fail. So that's that's all I can really base my life off of you know. It's a remarkable outlook. Yeah. So you get to Auburn
2: and things are going well and you turn pro. Yeah. Did you think you were gonna get drafted or did
3: you just desperately have to start making some money? So I was I, I was told that there was a chance that I could get drafted, but at the same time there was a chance that I could go undrafted. Um, I just knew at the same time, you know, I just kinda like it was my time uh, to, to leave Auburn. Um, uh, I had been there for about three and a half years. Um, I just rushed for a 1,000 yards in the SEC. And, you know, I just felt like it was time. You know, um, I just felt like the Lord put it on my heart to, to you know, hey, you got to trust me on this one. And that's what I did. So you land in Tampa,
2: undrafted, earn a roster spot. There's this misconception, I think, for a lot of people that all, all football players are making a ton of money. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't making that much money as an undrafted yeah. free agent are you able to take care of your mom at that point like like how does that all shake out
3: yeah yeah so it it, it the money definitely helped you know when you're making you know sure after taxes uh, what is that about two or you know after taxes pretty much um it, it definitely helps i was able to get a a uh, apartment and uh you know by this time my sister she had a couple of kids of, of, of her own um and it was my mom, so uh, I was able to get, like I said, an apartment. And it was all of us staying in a two-bedroom apartment for the first two years. So, While
2: you were trying to make it in the NFL? Yeah. How old were your nieces and nephews?
3: Uh, let see. My nephew, he was – see, my nephew's 13 now, so he was about eight. Jacoby was eight, Kamaya and Kyrie – about four and six so
2: I got young kids man having young kids around is hard. Like, Let me ask you this. So having a two bedroom apartment with your sister, her three kids, your mom, did that seem like a lot of space to you considering what you had growing up?
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, I I become accustomed to having my my own space uh, just from being in college. Um, Auburn did a great job with, you know, we we had state-of-the-art dorm rooms. I had my own queen-size bed. I had my own bathroom. Um, So, yeah, I I had become accustomed to that. Um, Now What what I will say is during the season, I had another apartment that I stayed in. So, my mom and my sister and her kids had that apartment that they stayed
2: in. So, fast forward a little bit, you you know, you start – you make a name for yourself in Tampa – you get another contract down there. Now you signed a contract up here. Or mm-hmm. now, is everybody set now? Like, are you able to have your mom? I don't know where she lives now, or if she's come up to Virginia or what. But is everybody in, in? Is everybody happy? Have their own place, plenty of space.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not the end all goal, you know. At the end of the day, um, but I'm 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 comfortable. I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable. I was. Um, like I said, I've done, a good, I've done a good job with saving my money, um, and uh, I was able to buy my mom a house. I was able to get her a, a, nice, a nice car.
2: Uh, what does it mean for you to be able to buy your mom a house after you guys were, were homeless for
3: elementary school? It means it means the world, man. Uh, it just lets me know how good God really is. You know, um, I trusted him, and I, I, I still trust him to this day. Like I said, man, uh, it's just one of those things where you have to walk by faith and not by sight. So uh, that's kind of what I, you know, base my my life of, and base my life off of, and my journey off of. Um, you know, you just got to keep moving forward. Does that, does your perspective on all this
2: that you've overcome when you sign with Washington in let's call it May, and you're like, oh, that's a crowded running back room. I'm going to have to battle for that. Does that just seem so? less daunting considered all the battles you've won already?
3: Man, you just got to see what I've been through, man. Um, <laughs> it's that this, this wasn't, this isn't my first rodeo, I guess, when it comes to that, you know, um, going all the way back to college. Um, I was a third string running back going into, you know, my last year at Auburn, um, and, you know, both running backs go down on back to back plays and I step in and they ended up rushing for about 115 yards or something like that. Um, and I'm starting the rest of the season um, for 1,000 yards. And then, like I said, going undrafted and then getting to Tampa, being an undrafted uh, rookie. Um, and that was the year that Doug Martin had just gotten his uh, his, his big-time contract. And they also had another back, Chuck, um, Chuck Sims. And, you know, I just stayed the course. And <laughs> God, God God, brought me through it. So, like I said, man, just walking by faith and not by sight and just trusting in him, just knowing that he's going to bring you through anything that uh, I endure.
2: In no way do I, I mean to question your faith at all, but do you allow yourself to take any credit, too? I mean, th- that story is remarkable, and, and you're at the center of it, pushing forward every day.
3: Uh, no, because it's, it's, it's none of me. It's, it's, it's all of him, uh, to be honest. Um, I'm just allowing him to, to, to take me where, where where he wants me to go. Um, like I said, I, I couldn't have predicted that they were going to let our a, a first, a first ballot Hall of Famer go, you know, to make room for other backs and stuff like that. And just to see how uh, the season started off, I couldn't have predicted that I was going to, you know, <laughs> rush for two touchdowns and, you know, be the leading rusher on the team, so. What would your mom say when you talked
2: to her after the game?
3: Uh, that she was proud of me, you know, and pretty much just saying, you, you see how God works. Uh, you know, just keep him first. <laughs> that was That was pretty much the gist of what she said. And your sister? My sister, uh, it was pretty funny. She, uh, she sent me a picture of Waterboy because growing up, Waterboy one of my favorite movies. So, uh, yeah, she sent me a picture of Waterboy and, uh, pretty much laughed with that, so. Is the implication that you're the Waterboy? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just, just growing up, she, she knows it, that that was my favorite movie, uh, growing up. So, um, no you know, anytime I have a good game, she always send me something funny, but, uh, I just thought it was really funny that she sent me that. These Washington fans are crazy, man. They're going to have
2: Waterboy T-shirts with your face on it pretty soon. You keep rushing for two touchdowns (laughs) again.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: (laughs) Um, Just the offense in general, how do you like it? I mean, this is a different system. Scott Turner's got people running all over the place. You got a, a young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. What do you think of kind of the potential
3: of the group? Uh, I feel like, you know, sky's the limit. You know, uh, everybody has their individual skill set, you know, but at the same time, everybody can do anything that coach uh, wants us to do, if that makes sense. Everybody can catch. Everybody can pass protect. Everybody can run the ball. Um, but everybody has their own, uh, I guess, taste to the offense.
2: What do you think of Ron, Coach Rivera?
3: Coach Rivera? Uh, man, he's a great coach. Great coach. Yeah. Um, you know, he uh, he pulled me aside a couple weeks ago, and you know, uh, told me that he was proud of me and that he trusted me. Um, and you know, I'm a big season this year. Um, you know, that 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 meant a lot to me. But uh, yeah, man, he's a he's a he's a he's a great coach. Uh, I'm a, a man of his word. Um, treats everybody the same. Yeah, great coach. Peyton, thank you very much for the time,
2: man. I appreciate it. I know some of the stuff isn't the easiest to open up, and we certainly had our
3: technical difficulties, but uh, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way.